0: back to game day for the Arizona Coyotes as they continue to hit the road along along back on the east coast where they face the Carolina Hurricanes we're going to preview that game as well as take a little bit of discussion to what happened on Tuesday as the Arizona Coyotes also had a uh, you know a meeting at the city account city the city of Tempe council meeting to discuss the TED in their first ever public hear- the first public hearing of two for this month We're gonna talk about that as well on this episode of the locked on coyotes podcast
1: you're locked on coyotes your daily podcast on the Arizona coyotes part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
0: Welcome to the show, everybody. I'm Robin Leonio. That's Kyle Pavlik right beside me on today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. I want to thank everyone for making this show your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube. we got a great show for you guys today. we got to go into preview the Arizona Coyotes versus Carolina Hurricanes before we get to that, though, we know it's, it's just a disgusting city council meeting because it was a public hearing. The first of two public hearings in this month as uh, the public is now getting a chance to get their voice again. And we're hearing a lot more details being revealed of what is going on of this project as it gets closer to decision time. Um Carlos, it was an interesting meeting. And again, it was only half of what we're going to hear. We're going to hear a lot more next Tuesday. Um, but a lot, new, a lot of new information has come out to play in this one. Yeah.
1: yeah. It always, uh, you know, public meetings, always a good place to, to get information out. What would you say was the biggest piece of new info that has been revealed?
0: You know, I think the 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 biggest piece of new info is taking a look at the exact breakdown of the bonds, right? Um, because we knew, when we were hearing out hearing saying, you know, hearing of, oh, okay, so the city of um, the the city Tempe will issue bonds, and you know, to to pay for the remediation, and there's going to be tax revenue generated on site. That's all we knew, right? Yeah um but it looks like there's going to be a lot of you know an actual breakdown of the taxes you have the uh the hotel bed tax on site that's going to be split between repaying the bonds and going back and just going into the city you have property tax you got um just you know transaction sales tax um and a lot of those things are going to be used to um to repay these bonds and uh, uh, the addition of you know if if needed, the, you know, the coyotes saying, hey, we're going to issue you a surcharge, like, you know, an extra, you know, $2, an extra $5 on parking, um, or whatever it might be, like, and all that just to pay back the bonds, like it's not like none of it, none of what of that extra sales tax, anything like that is going directly back to the coyotes pockets. I know some people were worried about that none of that is actually happening.
1: Yeah, that's definitely a lot of information. Uh, not necessarily the thing that most people, uh, like most fans, are, are not necessarily as concerned about that. But it is very important to the overall health of the deal. It is how it actually gets done. Um, if you're in Tempe, like as a president of the city, you should be aware of all of that. You should have the information available. If you use it, yeah, probably not. But you should at least have access
0: to it. Um, so and it goes—it it does go back that. to the discussion, though. Um, obviously, we already knew this. Uh, you know, a lot of people in the Coyotes media already knew this. Um, but there's so many people worried about whether or not the uh, taxpayers will be held liable. You know, for this project. You know, if any of it would have to go into, you know, taxpayer's property tax, you know, if like, if you're off the site, you're not paying an extra dime at all.
1: Yeah. So if you are someone who is like living in say South Tempe, you're never traveling up north. You don't want to go to the entertainment district. You don't have to worry about this really causing any kind of problems for you. Um, But if you are someone who is going to be, say, going to use this entertainment district, you're going to be paying a little bit more. Um, And that's a good system. I I like kind of those kind of bonds um, where it is paid back by the use of the thing. It both encourages the use um, and it makes sure that the people who want it, who are utilizing it, are the ones who are paying for it
0: absolutely there's a lot of those a lot of those things that kind of show where the liability is for the coyotes and i like to see that um i also like to see the commitment right um that this coyotes team is that the coyotes are looking at um you know something that i like to hear is that there are the arizona is looking to put um you know give, essentially give the city of tempe two hundred thousand dollars and to use at their discretion to manage traffic Um, it's like, hey, it's like, like what you do with that $200,000 is completely up to you. Um, but we're giving you that $200,000 every year to figure that to work to do stuff with that.
1: Yeah. And you know, AS that's a good thing to do because the city of Tempe has to deal with ASU traffic, they have to deal with freaking marathon traffic, they have to deal with. So much like they hey, know. Just, like, look, just this last
0: that. just this last weekend, uh, Tempe had an Ironman triathlon going on. Like, yeah. You know, you had to figure out how to manage that. And yeah, you know, in the meeting, uh, uh, Javier Coutieres and Nick Wood were like, you know, we'd prefer that $200,000 to be spent closer to the venue. But like how you decide to do it really is up to you.
1: I mean, I'm sure that Tempe will make sure that it is spent accordingly. But eh, when you are holistically looking at managing the traffic of a city, that requires a lot. It may require like, hey, we're going to add a little road a mile away to potentially alleviate something. Who knows? Uh, neither of us are city planners. The Coyotes are not city planners. I, I like the fact that they're just like, hey, you guys figured it out.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm glad they, they got someone like Nick Wood, uh, their attorney, to really put out that, you know, the pitch work there. He's doing an amazing job. Um, I'm sure, Carl, you remember his, like, you know, his work from the, the first city council meeting back in June of how much of, like, of a real convincing job he was. I mean, again, he's a freaking attorney, like you should be. But, like, he's doing a great job, and he continues to do that through these meetings as well.
1: Uh, Having a good advocate is definitely key. Um, The Coyotes continue to do things the right way.
0: They do, which is where I, you know, I'm looking forward to the uh, second... uh, of the, me- of the two meetings next Tuesday that is going to be November 29th and that's when a vote will actually be taking place with the city of Tempe uh, the-, the city council will be um, I'll be there uh, I have the day off of my day job so I will be at that meeting uh, and uh, actually in person rather than virtually this time and kind of you know taking in things for myself getting in a lot more of an understanding seeing where you know the support lands. Um, there's a there's a lot of you know opposition still, and I heard some of that in the in the uh, public hearing portion. But uh, the you know there is there's a there's a lot to be to be uh, positive about based off of just this first meeting.
1: Great to hear. Um, and yeah, that second one's definitely going to be important. Glad you could get to be there in person and take it all in.
0: Yeah, and if you, any of you listeners, plan on being in, being there as well, let me know. Um, I'm curious to see how many people are going to be attending there. It's going to be a big, uh, a big meeting for sure. But we still got more to get to though on this episode of the Locked On Coyotes Podcast. We are going to talk about the Arizona Coyotes versus the Carolina Hurricanes. That game set for uh, a uh, 5 p.m. We're going to get to that in just a moment. I do want to let everyone know, though. Today's episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I want to run a busy schedule, which means that I admittedly don't have all the time uh, to get all the daily nutrition and vitamins I need for the day, and that's why I'm able to. I'm glad I'm able to turn to AG1 from Athletic Greens. It is your one-stop shop of more than 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food sources, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens help you start your day right. Just one scoop of this special blend, and you're on your way to improve and support your gut health, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. Lifestyle friendly, where you're keto, vegan, dairy free, or gluten free. And, and best of all, cost you less than dollars a day. Right? And reclaim your health and our immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day, and that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. Take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, let's continue this episode of Locked on Coyotes as we get to the game preview portion of this episode as we discuss Arizona Coyotes versus the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, Arizona on a lengthy losing streak once again. um, I don't think it's much of a surprise to very much of us, but Carl, uh, what... What are you th- hoping to see from Arizona at this point in the road trip?
1: Um, I thought that the Coyotes did okay against the Predators. <laughs> Trying to figure out the proper way of phrasing that. Um, they did well enough. Um, they had a lot of good in their game and a whole lot of bad. So... I just that they, they keep building off of that. Um it did seem like it was a nice reset. It seemed like they were getting some action 5 on 5. That's something we haven't seen in a while. I
0: just want more of that. Absolutely. And you, you know, and I think it's hard to take a look at the difference at this point in the road trip versus the first couple games in the road trip, right? Because like they were playing good hockey then and they were winning games, which was interesting we were just like hey guess what they're winning games and we kind of we had to try to reel it back in right we're like look are they going to do this for long no we're like come on like we didn't like we knew that winning streak was going to wasn't going to last we knew they were going to go back to losing we had the ground ourselves right um but Absolutely. Despite that, but despite that like you said they played okay against nashville um and they're kind of you know Figuring things out still. Now that they have Jacob Trichard and Nick Schmaltz back, uh, yep. I, for one, Carl, am still not a fan of why they're deciding to go the eleven-seven format rather than the twelve-six, uh, especially since you have the forwards to to work with. But
1: ah, uh, I think uh, when we we're talking. I don't know if it, made it the episode it may have been off mic, but it worked out for the coyotes that game, but you, you don't need to do it again. Uh let's let's see if that's what we do or if we get some Schmaltz and Gunther together. Uh I'm starting to wonder if they're actually not the same person, because they have yet to play together um <laughs> on this team. Um I do think that tonight's game is going to be different in a lot of ways um, compared to the game against Nashville. Something that uh, I continue to bring up throughout the season because it continues to hold true, um, teams that take the Coyote seriously uh, end up beating them. Teams that are maybe a little bit more sure of themselves (coughs) occasionally fall. The Nashville Predators absolutely took the Coyote seriously. Uh, they made them pay in the first period with a penalty, with a power play goal. Um, they started their starter, so this is definitely something where they they did it right. I don't know if Carolina is going to. They're the second best team in their division. That that to me says maybe a little bit cockier.
0: Yeah, especially since that this you know, um, you know, it's a team that looked pretty damn good in the playoffs too, right? Yes. You know, so they have a little bit of ego and a little bit of, you know, that in there. They're going up against, you know, one of the worst teams in the National Hockey League. I say one of because there are a lot of bad teams, really, really bad teams right now in the NHL.
1: Um, yes, there are.
0: Uh, yeah, it. Uh, it's saying so
1: that the Coyotes are not at the bottom of it. Uh that there are actually two teams below them.
0: Yeah. There are some really bad teams out there. Um, you know, a couple of them over to our division to, uh, to our West and the uh, Pacific division. Um, Pacific division is an absolute dumpster fire. Um, yeah. But, you know, Coyotes are playing up against, you know, teams in the Eastern conference. um this game, uh, specifically, they are up, up against Carolina and much better team, which, again, like you said, it's a team. It's 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 very well of a uh, trap game for <laughs> for the opposing team because they can very well get complacent and can very well allow Arizona to just come out and play surprise and play spoiler. I say spoiler at this point in the season lightly because you know we're not at, towards the end of the season. What they did last year, like when they played, you know, Nashville, and Nashville needed that win to avoid the having to play Colorado in the first round versus losing and having to play them when Arizona just completely destroyed that for them. Uh, nothing's at stake like that at this point in the season, but the Coyotes can still place, you know, play spoiler in the way that you look. You know, we're at the point where we're like, hey, Thanksgiving's coming up. You know, the holidays are coming up. Uh, that's when things started to, where the breaks of the season start happening and roster movement starts to happen around this time because we're trying because teams are starting to shore up is what they what they can get. You know, you can you can really cause a mess through a team by just taking a you know, taking a win at the most unexpected part.
1: Yeah. uh, The coyotes have definitely like broken teams mentally uh, beating them. It's, it's always kind of funny because there is definitely something where if you're really expecting a win and it doesn't happen, sometimes you just kind of, you begin questioning a lot of other things. And and I'm not suggesting that that's going to happen or that the, Hurricanes are that mentally manipulatable. Um, right, I, I'm sure if they like lost to the Coyotes, they'd take it in stride. But you never know. It, it could it could definitely mess up your your whole mentality. Uh, I do kind of like wonder, like you know, looking at games like the Maple Leafs, if. The loss to the Coyotes, it seems to stick out in the, the fan base's mind, at least.
0: Yeah, you know, it, re- it really does, especially because, you know, there are some fan bases. I don't think Carolina is one of those teams, one of the teams that will do that because um, fellow Sunbelt team. Um sure. But there are several fan bases um, who will, you know, lash at the coyotes in any opportunity they can get referring to, to the poverty franchise and kind of poking fun at them at what that whatever they can and that's the kind of games i love that arizona seen win the most like you said against toronto like you know those are the kind of games in which you're just like you know what we might suck but in your face
1: sure (laughs) yeah uh that is like whatever whatever motivation you need um that's like what we say about the players it's what we say about people who have to watch the games like like how we've always talked about like finding silver linings um yeah it you, you need it i i agree i don't think carolina is gonna be that type but nobody wants to lose to a tanking team
0: no no one wants to lose to a tanking team at all, but what we're going to do, though, in just a moment, we are going to discuss the uh, the Arizona Coyotes versus the Carolina Hurricanes. We're going to get keys to the game and players to watch, as well as our online picks of the game. We're going to get to all of that in just a moment, and uh, all on today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. So let's go ahead and get to that as we get to uh, you know keys to the game, Carl. Um, well, I guess we'll start out with that. Uh, what are your three keys for the Arizona Coyotes to try to beat the Carolina Hurricanes?
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna do the the kind of hacky thing and just say penalties, penalties, penalties because. Like, the Coyotes took way too many penalties against the Nashville Predators. Like, three in the first ten minutes. One late in overtime. Uh, you just, you can't be doing that. And, I know they got a shorthanded goal. Uh, I know that they got a point taking it to the shootout. Uh, that is not going to happen two games in a row, probably. Or, at the very least, you should not count on that happening two days in a row because it is absolutely not a winning strategy.
0: No, it's not. Um, you know, and we saw a lot of it against the Nashville, and I and it, it really annoyed me to see so many penalties taken one after another after another. And especially stuff that, are like, you know, happened so freaking fast. Like, what was it? I think you know, at some point in, what was it, like, second or third period where Matthias Micelli takes a p- penalty, like, what twenty seven seconds in? Like
1: I think that was the third, yeah.
0: Like you're just like you just can't do that, especially yeah, third period. Like that's when the game really starts to set itself of like, okay, this is like you know the full sixty really matters. But the third period is like, all right, you know, it's finally up to this. You really got to make a difference here, if especially if you're behind and. You let that happen; it really kills any momentum that you think you might have had going in. So, uh,
1: I was right. Third period just confirmed, but you are absolutely right. Like a penalty is gonna kill just momentum. Uh, ex, you know, except in very well, no, because on that uh, on that penalty that Matayoshi took. Roman Yossi tied the game up. So, what could have happened if Bukestad wasn't having a night and able to get retie the game after the start of a Nashville lead? Because not only did Roman Yossi tie the game, Matt Duchesne gets a goal 28 seconds later. That is just proving what happens when you take a poorly timed penalty. It just snowballs, especially if you're the Coyotes. You cannot afford to be giving up that kind of momentum.
0: Absolutely. So, penalties, the biggest key to pay attention to for the Arizona Coyotes up tonight. Who is the biggest player to watch out for for you, Carl?
1: Uh, uh, I mean, I kind of want to say Bugstead because he had that three point night, but. I'm gonna go with Lawson Kraus. Uh, Kraus had a goal, had um, the first goal of the game. He looked really good. He had a couple good chances. Uh, really liking Krauss's game, and I think he is going to have another
0: big one. Absolutely, I want to pay attention to uh, to Nick Schmaltz. Um, you know, he's he will be in a second game back. Let's see, you know what kind of uh magic he can do along you know especially if he's alongside his uh, his good buddy clayton keller
1: yeah. uh
0: and i thought schmaltz
1: and keller had like a couple good looks um it was great that the team was able to get things done without him but they came close um so schmaltz is definitely a good one to watch
0: he's part of your most important duo so make use of it right
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and um, I would also say just Jacob Chikrin, same kind of situation first game back. Uh, give him a little bit of time, but he's eventually going to have to show, show you what you can do. Um, Especially and- since
0: he's on the trade block. So he's got, you really got to he, He's got to really put up his best effort. Yep. Absolutely. Anyways, though um, with that said, now let's move on to our better online picks of the game. Carl, As we take a look at the odds, courtesy of our uh, friends of the sportsbook bet online, and see what the odds are for these games. Arizona Coyotes, Carl, are point and a half underdogs at plus 125, minus 350 in favor of the Carolina Hurricanes on the minor line, plus 305 for Arizona. Total points at six even.
1: Hmm. So, last time we said under, I think both of us, and it mm-hmm. ended up being over. Um, <laughs> or actually, was it? Because um, that final goal was in the shootout.
0: So, um, well, I, the shootout does not count, I believe, to odds makers.
1: So, it would have been a push. But, it would have been a
0: push, yes. Uh, I think I predicted a push. Could, could it be? Uh, yeah,
1: because I think you may have been 4-2, um, which is what I am going to say this time. 4-2. Uh, I know I said that the, the Carolina Hurricanes may overlook the Coyotes, but I wouldn't bet on that. Um, yeah. As it were, um, I think that as a possibility, but not a strong one. I think the Hurricanes are absolutely a better team. The Coyotes did a lot of good things, but they've been consistently doing some bad things. So, yep. I think Carolina Hur- Carolina's got this one.
0: Absolutely. Okay, I can I can hear that. I am going to uh, say, Carl. I'm going to think this one goes over. Um, okay. This one's going to go over. And Arizona is going to give uh, Carolina a little bit of a scare, but they are not going to be able to come and win this one. Um, I don't think I have the uh, the data and the um, the tr- the trends going in the right direction for Arizona to predict a win for them. But although yeah. I do think, you know, hockey's hockey. You see weird crap all the time, so. I'm gonna go ahead and say the Coyotes will give them a scare, but still fall um, just shy of winning. I'm gonna make it a four to three Carolina Hurricanes win.
1: Four to three—that's uh thats close. Um, that would I would consider that just a continued step in the right direction for the Coyotes.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I, I and I really hope to see that something like that. And then, yeah, of course, we hope to see the win, but you know. It's nice to see them move in the right direction, and I think that's what we want to see. Yep. Any final thoughts you want to give out on this episode, on the uh, either on the game or on the uh, the TED, as we get ready for the uh, the final couple of weeks of the uh, city council meeting portion of this project?
1: Um, nope. Uh, it, it's just going to be like I, I definitely think that. Seeing what Schmaltz and Chikrin do in their second games back um, is going to be very interesting. They are definitely the players to watch for this one. And I want to make sure that everyone out there is keeping their eyes on numbers six and eight.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Anyways, though, that's going to be it for today's episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. If you like what you heard, don't forget to leave a five-star review to like, to comment, to subscribe, if you have yet to already, we are available everywhere you get your podcast: Apple, Google, Spotify, Odyssey, and as well as on YouTube. Also, don't forget our local listeners—you can also find us on the KPNX 12 News app. Don't forget to interact with us on social media: we're on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash 80s, on Instagram at LockedOnCayetets, and on Twitter at lo. Underscore coyotes. I am personally at robin underscore playano. Carl Pavlov is at Carl Pavlov FFH. In a map with us, ask the question that you might have, we might answer right back or on a future episode of the Locked On Coyotes podcast. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to today's episode. Hope you're staying safe out there. Hope you're staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.